Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Monday, December 27th. Today I'm going to read for you a poem by American poet Eleanor Wiley. Uh, She was born in 1885 and lived until 1928. She was a poet and a novelist and very popular in her own time. And today's poem is called Velvet Shoes. And this is how it goes. Let us walk in the white snow in a soundless space with footsteps quiet and slow at a tranquil pace under veils of white lace. I shall go shod in silk and you in wool, white as white cow's milk, more beautiful than the breast of a gull. We shall walk through the still town in a windless peace. We shall step upon white down, upon silver fleece, upon softer than these. We shall walk in velvet shoes. Wherever we go, silence will fall like dews on white silence below. We shall walk in the snow. I chose this poem for a couple of reasons. Uh, I had never read it before, and a friend of mine, Karen, sent it to me yesterday, uh, and I just thought it was so lovely. It was a bit of a Christmas gift, this poem arriving in my inbox, and so I wanted to re-gift it, so to speak, to you and share it with you. It really just captured my imagination. Uh, The second reason I chose this poem uh, is because just two days after Christmas, uh, I have this great longing in my heart for peace. You know, the, the holiday season is so fun. There's so much to do. There's so many people around. There's so much good food and conversation and singing and presence and tradition. And I love that. But just a, a short while after the big day, I find myself longing for uh, peace and for quiet um, and and that I think is really embodied within this poem, that longing and that determination to go find it. Uh, in this poem, and the narrator sees a landscape covered with snow and declares her determination to unite herself, to enter into this uh, snow-covered landscape. Uh, and if you picture in your mind a snow-covered landscape, uh, the snow has this uh, heavy quality to it, this dampening quality, this deadening quality. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I, I mean it in the sense of creating silence and peace. Uh, to be outside on a, on a day and uh, on a snowy, windless day when the snow covers everything has this quality of, of heavy peace to it. Almost the same kind of feeling you get if you go into the nave of a great cathedral. It has this very intentional peace to it. Uh, and this poem captures that for me. Uh, and embedded also within the vivid description of the landscape and the narrator's determination to enter into it with her beloved companion uh, is also um, a, a deep sense of longing that I, that I hear in this poem. Uh, all the more poignant because it's not explicitly stated, more woven into the fabric of the language and the telling of the story within the poem, the invitation that the narrator is issuing to the companion to go out and, and journey into this piece. Um, and I wanted to point out a couple of very specific nitty gritty kind of techniques that poets use to achieve this quality of longing uh, uh, and this sense of mood and atmosphere that I'm talking about. Uh, the first 
poetic technique is one of using the future tense. And you can hear this a couple of times in the poem. Let us walk. I shall go. We shall walk. We shall step. We shall walk. Uh, this this idea of a, a declaration of future intent. Uh, and anytime you see that in a poem, especially if it's repeated over and over again, it begins to raise a question in the mind of the reader, right? It's, it's that sense of uh, that Shakespeare kind of captures in Hamlet um, when he says, methinks the lady doth protest too much, right? It's that same kind of sense that we have uh, if someone is over and over in a small amount of time, this is only a four stanza poem, declaring their determination to do something, we start to wonder, will this person ever do it? And so even in that sense of a firm determination, it creates kind of the opposite effect in the reader, uh, a sense of disequilibrium, of, of a, a wondering of whether or not the narrator will accomplish his or her goal. Um, and, and that dissonance then creates a longing within us, um, at least for some readers, certainly for me, uh, this sense of you're saying it over and over again, and you might never get to do it. But the thing you want is so good. I want you to have it. And I also want myself to have it. Uh, and so that, uh, that future tense, when a, when a, when a poet uses that, um, and we kind of get this sense of, of, of longing that the narrator has and a bit of a, a question mark or a disequilibrium, that's that future tense happening. The second poetic technique that the, uh, that I see here is repetition. Uh, that phrase, let us walk or, uh, excuse me, we shall walk is used four times in the poem. Uh, and, and again, that has that, that sense of disequilibrium to it. Um, there's, it's, it's repeated so much. We start to wonder if it's ever going to happen. Uh, also repeated in the poem, uh, are descriptors. The word white is used three times. And for a four stanza poem, that's, that's quite a lot of times to use the same word. Uh, and sometimes it's a flaw in a poem, but in this case, it's not a flaw. It's a strength. Uh, it, it creates that, uh, vivid picture in our minds. And there's so much repetition in the poem uh, that we know it's intentional, um, but each time a word or a phrase is repeated, it's used a little differently, uh, which adds actually texture and interest to the poem instead of making it flat and stale and boring like some repetitive poems are. This one actually has uh, a lot of texture and depth to it because of the repetition. And, you know, that's the difference between a great poem and a good poem uh, and a mediocre one um, is, is when a poet breaks rules, like, you know, most poets don't want to repeat themselves in a poem, uh, but when a poet does it and it succeeds, uh, there's a reason for that. Um, it's doing something to the reader. And in this case, I think that what that repetition and what that future tense is doing to the reader is creating a longing, creating a dissonance within us that makes us want something for the narrator. And by displacement, of course, we want that same thing for ourselves, that sense of peace. Uh, and so uh, the, this poem, I think, uh, is very densely packed with beautiful little moments that create this amazing, um, peaceful and vivid image in our minds, as well as awakening uh, and nurturing and nourishing, fostering that longing that we all have for peace in this winter season. So here it is again, one more time, Velvet Shoes by Eleanor Wiley. Let us walk in the white snow in a soundless space with footsteps quiet and slow at a tranquil pace 
under veils of white lace. I shall go shod in silk and you in wool, white as white cow's milk, more beautiful than the breast of a gull. We shall walk through the still town in a windless peace. We shall step upon white down, upon silver fleece, upon softer than these. We shall walk in velvet shoes wherever we go. Silence will fall like dews on white silence below. We shall walk in the snow. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thank you for listening. A Merry Christmas season to you. And we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem.